Hi, Raja. Hey, Ma. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you doing? Not bad. Good to hear your voice sounds good and strong. Yeah, same to you, Ma. So what you got going on over there? Nothing much, just hustling. What you got going on? Well, sipping on this coffee. Trying to stay warm. I'm Angela the mom. I'm Roger the daughter. And this is Talking Brown Sugar. You know where you can find us on Facebook at Talking Brown Sugar, on Twitter at Talking Brown Sugar, and you can email us at talkingbrown.sugar at gmail.com. Right, all right, all right. We're going into the sugar bowl today to share some random thoughts. You were talking about restaurant grades, mama. Yes, we have to really check these grades now because sometimes you can go into the restaurant on a good Friday night, you know, want to pick up something to eat or get your nails done, and you look up and you're like, What? This wasn't, it's an 80, what, 89? Last month it was a 97. We want cleanliness. We want, we want to be safe going in these places. Because we know somebody has to do a job. We are paying our hard-earned money for their services. So we and check out these things, you know. Hotels everywhere. Everybody gets a grade. We might forget it, but everybody gets a grade. And I agree. Is there for our safety, you know, we got to make sure it's happening. Because somebody's not getting checked. And sometimes some places have a good grade, but the quality of their service is not up to standards. Or vice versa. I've been to some holes in the walls at great food. But the grade might be a little lousy, but they're getting plenty of service. But we have to take care of ourselves. How do you feel about that? I mean, I think it's true. Um, the grade does matter. And like you said, it can fluctuate and change at any time. But um, paying attention to the grades at different places for your safety is a good tip. Yeah. And what is your random thought? Um, just that like ID pictures for you know, ID registration, a license, whatever, those show your true self. I don't care how much you prepare or try to have things in order. It's some of it when you go to take that picture or update that picture, it just shows who you are in that moment. I had to get my updated, and it shows how I felt in that exact moment. And I can't wait until I get updated again because I was not a happy camper in the heat. And <laughs> it shows. It's funny. And you're but right. I have to whip it out. I'm like, do you need to match? I'm not that same girl. I promise. I know. I compare some of my IDs to one I have now. 
and you write mine like a mugshot. I swear. Yeah. I mean, they don't give you time to even get yourself on the marker. Click. Even like I wasn't even ready. Yeah, and, and the man who took my picture was real nice, you know, calling me all the southern sweet honey baby honey bun stuff. And I, I was, I didn't even care at that point. I didn't even try to ask if I could take another. I didn't even fight it. I, I just looked. He showed it to me. He was so nice about it. I was like, what the? It was, all right, okay, okay, that's fine. And got about it, but yeah, it shows your true self. Yeah, and but you know, some people who have prominent good funds or in a certain status, they can get appointments when no one is there to take the time to get themselves looking really fancy and have their makeup people. Yeah, give two tips on how to look your best right before you, you know, you go. Yeah, it's. It's just some stuff I didn't account for that day, and it, it got the best of my looks. Well, I was trying to get my little stuff together, and by the time I turned around, she was calling somebody else's number, and I just gave her that look like, really? I think it's something they are trained. Because they used to give you a little time to get your back right, but now they don't care. They just, here you go. Next. Next. All right, sugar cubes time. Sugar cubes, aka the news where we put a little sugar in your cup. The first story we have up is about toddlers and screen time. So they say that handing your toddler, your baby, a phone or tablet to play with may seem like a harmless solution when you're busy, but it could quickly affect their development, a new study has found. Having anywhere from one to four hours of screen time per day at age one is linked with high risk of developmental delays in communication, fine motor, problem solving, and personal and social skills by age two, according to a study. Wow. 7,097 children published Monday in a journal for JAMA Pediatrics. It's really important study because it's a very large sample size of children who've been followed for several years, says Dr. Jason Nagata. Associate Professor of Pediatrics at the University of California in San Francisco. The study fills an important gap because it identifies specific developmental delays in skills such as communication and problem solving associated with screen time, said Nagata, noting that there haven't been many prior studies that study the issue with several years of follow-up data. The children and their mothers were part of Japan-based Tohoku Medical Megabank Project Birth and Three Generation Cohort Study were uh, recruited from 50 obstetric clinics and hospitals in the Miyagi and Iwe prefectures between July 2013 and March 2017. The study measured how many hours children used the screens per day at age one and how they performed in school in later years. I, I agree. I think um, it takes away the natural motor skills of, of developing sometimes of the brain or the nuclear. Because, you know, you just touching, you, you see the lights, you hear the sounds, and you react to that. And you do that over and over and over again. You're not giving time for your brain to oscillate and rest, like when you're using your hand and motor skills. I know it sounds like old school, but I think you just need to time it. Don't give them so much. Like, here, oh, babysit them, give them a phone. Here, give them a tablet. Oh, here, put them in front of a TV screen. Just let them, some kind of screen they're they touching all day. 
Because I've seen little kids just fall and flip out. Yeah. Know? That's a new term I've seen grow on social media. The term like a tablet kid or, you know, people now have iPad cats and things that they talk about. And I think it's important to note to the age they're focusing on is, you know, they say in that first year of life. Because I think about in preschool, was it preschool? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was preschool or kindergarten. When I remember being in each class when I started, I think it was kindergarten, we started to get a computer and everybody had to spend a certain amount of time with it. But we were encouraged to play like math games and do paint and they had like these pre-set up kids learning programs. And I think like every kid got to use the computer during the day because they only had a, like one or a couple of computers. And of course they weren't the kind of computers kids have access to now with like smartphones and tablets, but it was set up like a, um, I think it was Fisher Price, a Fisher Price computer, but it was a whole console with a seat mm-hmm. that kids. And I do remember getting on that as early as like kindergarten or preschool yeah that's more structured based on what they're talking about with this study where it's like before or by age one giving a kid a phone and they're learning how to communicate or develop their motor school motor skills by using their phone like now not just throwing the kids people don't even remember numbers phone numbers they were like wait a minute i gotta check in my phone kids now you know they just go to their phone it's simple. Yeah. Your brain is really not working to its full capacity as I see it. Earlier, people get exposure to it using the phone or a tablet and then access to social media. I think people get exposed to it younger and younger. So it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see what other studies right. out to see what kind of effects it's having on people. It works hand in hand. And it yeah. starts from home. You know, me personally, I would never, even though I know it's a new age, even if I was a new mom now, 2023, I would not give my kids so much accessibility, not when they're a baby, because that's what you got little blocks and little skill things to do. Build with your hands and your mind so you can see it. Yeah, I will play music, let them learn the different sounds and, you know, have the ear for it, but not so much all this light speed on a tablet or a phone, you know. It's easy to hear. Just take this and, you know, find your little show. They know how to find these little shows. I've watched my grandkids. They find what they need to find of all ages. Mm-hmm. They, they don't They don't want me to be bothered with them. They just said, give me the phone. They find their own stuff. They just flick away, touch it away. And they know when your phone is not going to do what they hand it back to you. Or they throw it down. How's yeah. that for you? <laughs> Say moving on to the next topic. Um, in Asheville, North Carolina, a North Carolina congressman, Chuck Edwards, NC-11, has uh, started a movement to stop the Pot Act to curb recreational marijuana legalization. Propaganda. You know, some people can do it and some people can't. I know everything needs control, like cigarettes, alcohol. Everything's going to be up under some kind of more than just the cannabis, more than just medical marijuana, smoking and enjoying yourself. Well, yeah, this was a bill that he was was spearheading. The bill calls for withholding 10% of the federal highway funds from areas that violate federal law under the Controlled Substances Act, which prohibits recreational marijuana and classifies it as a Schedule One drug. Um, He released a statement about it. He said the laws of any government should not infringe on the overall laws of our nation and federal funds should not be awarded 
to jurisdictions that willfully ignore federal law during a time when our communities are seeing unprecedented crime, drug addiction, and mental illness. Stop the act. Stop the pot act. Mm-hmm. Even greater access to drugs and erase the strength the strain placed on our local law enforcement and mental health professionals who are already stretched thin says the bill does not apply to places that authorize medical marijuana use when prescribed by a licensed medical professional. Control, control, control. And some people have started their own little stores and they see that they're making money. So now, you know, you got to come up with a new bill to control the next phase. So this is what I say to all that. Get control over these pharmaceutical people with all these opioids. That's what y'all need to do, state people. So that's why it does matter. To vote. To vote and pay attention in recent elections and local elections. Let's see what's going on there. And our next sugar cube. So this is a story about the young teen. He's a, a black Texas student who sued the school after he was suspended over his... In Texas, he was suspended for more than two weeks for wearing a natural hairstyle. The school officials say violated the district's dress code. Now he and his mother um, are suing the Texas government, the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, and the state's attorney general for allegedly failing to enforce the state law that prohibits uh, hair discrimination. And so this puts light um, on the Crown Act, and the Crown Act refers to laws that being... Uh, discrimination on the basis of hair texture or protective hairstyles associated with race. First introduced in California in 2019, the act in part bans discrimination against hairstyles that are often associated with race, which can prevent employers, educators, and others from imposing strict rules related to one's physical appearance. The Crown Act expanded the definition of California's Fair Employment and Housing Act, or FIHA, for protection across workplaces, in addition to K-12 public and charter schools, according to the official website, uh, uh, to pass legislation. Hair discrimination and it's preserved white. Um, that's from the NCAACP Legal Fund. Um, Policy prohibit natural styles like afros, braids, bantu knots, and locks, like the teen in this case have been used to justify the removal of Black children from classrooms and Black adults from their employment. States in the U.S. and the Georgian Islands that have signed the Crown Act into law. That's Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, uh, Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, York, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and Washington. Um, Art has not passed it. Um, March 22, the House passed the Crown Act to vote uh, to Trump. But later that year, Senate Republicans bought the bill as a legislative enough support from Republicans. Um, Debbie Jersey, who sponsored the legislation, the legislation in House, she said, when the Crown Act was just during the 116th con- Congress in 2020, it passed the House by voice vote with objection. We from over. I'm disappointed if I steadfast in my commitment to protecting all Americans' right to authentic sales. This is 2023. I've seen a picture of this young man, and his hair was very neat. Clean. You know, like, for a young kid for his age. I yeah. mean, it's his hair. I mean, it's a part of him. Just like the football players, when their hair is down their backs with braids or locks, they say that it's a part of the uniform. This is a part of this young man's body. This could be um, even on 
people use their locks for their own personal expression or religion or whatever, why are we still talking about it? even newscasters? I've been looking at the different newscastings around the states and different news. A lot of people are doing their natural now for whatever to express. This is how they feel. This is them. This is their body. They're taking off the wigs. They're taking off the the, the straight hair. If, if if this is your natural hair and if it's straight, that's your business. If you want to put heat in, is that your business? If this young man wants to get an education and it's not stopping, it's not distracting. Let him get his education. I'm for him and his mom. I hope they win their case. Me too. Um, of the hurdles black people have to face in this country and our hair grows differently. It does different things. But we have different ways we can style, like you said, personally express ourselves or even adhere to different religious practices um, and how we wear so it's just another barrier yeah. to um, employment and just living as your authentic self in this country. Think about home of the free, home of the free for who? For who? who? Say it again. What? The for Declaration of Independence and all this here, yaya. I respect it, but we got to do better. Yeah. Long. But so much more. Yeah. We can do to have a a better quality. I mean, they should be worrying about all this other gun violence and dr- you worry about this young man's hair. Come on now, I've seen other with dreadlocks. Y'all don't say nothing about them. Those kids coming to school. Facts. If it's and it's like if you're going to enforce that, do make sure that people are hearing to the school policy that they have to have their hair certain length or you know, where they hit a certain way, and it should just be across the board. But if we can out and see cases where that's being upheld, like there was another kid who was white who, um, while they were filming a visit to the school to question why he was, you know, targeted and suspended, there's mm-hmm. another person who was white with dread uh, who was walking by, and they couldn't comment on why he wasn't also suspended. Because mm-hmm. if my child was going to school and just had fairest locks or has been wearing locks since walking of age, don't come up with me that mess. Don't, don't, no, we're going to have a problem. Because if you talking to my child, you're talking to me too. Wonderful sugar cubes. Keeping up with Coco Golf, she will be visiting Mexico at the end of the month. The American tennis player recently. She be participating in the WTA finals hosted in Cancun. The matches will start October 29th, running until I think November 5th um, month. Coco Golf played at the China Open and exited in the semifinal stage after experiencing a shoulder injury. Before that, she built a 16 match winning streak that was the best new woman so far in the tennis season. Before that, she won the U.S. Open, becoming the youngest player since Serena Williams to achieve this. With Serena and her congratulating each other about mm-hmm. that. And I hope, you know, Coco Golf has a speedy recovery and I applaud her. Yes. In a star. Because some people are saying so many negative, stupid stuff on what she's going to do with her finances. That's none of your business. But people are curious. I understand that. But let's not ask questions. Response. 
We have dog repeat escapes animal shelter, sneaks into nursing home, and is adopted by residents. Very much, he kept trying to move himself into a senior care facility. The nurses there had to figure out what to do about him. This is in Bel Air, Michigan. Uh, the dog sent to continue basically getting himself out of the animal shelter. So the scout, he climbed over one tall fence and then multiple across the busy highway of darkness, entered the automatic door of the nursing home down the road, walked in unnoticed to the lobby, hopped onto a couch, curled into a ball, and quietly went to sleep for the night. From the first, This is the first night he did this. And they found him in the morning, and they called the shelter who kept him. He was a stray mutt, had no identity or history. And so this new, new name, Scout, but otherwise they didn't know anything about him. So he kept doing it. And they, you know, had a few, he just kept coming back to the same couch and cuddling up and going to sleep. So he um, was finally the residents because they saw that he was, it took him three times uh, to escape. And so there were different seniors who all just were overjoyed to see him. So they. This was a good, heartfelt story with so much going on in the world, even now. Um, this place. And he knows certain rooms to go to. And to just sleep or just visit. And they have snacks for him. You know, each resident has like different snacks. And, they, and when they caught him on film, they was wondering, how's he coming in here? You know, we all have our place, and Scout knows his place where he's loved. Now, it's some extra love. He, they don't um, assign him to anybody. He no. trained over Glacier Hill. That's the name of the senior home. And he gets yeah. rubs and all of that. Just, Think about when you have a dog or a pet. That's, that's confident. You can just look in their eyes. They can look at you. You know, it's good therapy. Yeah. They held, held a fundraiser in his name for uh, the dog show. Oh. Money for where he came from, the shelter where he came from to help out the other dogs who were there find a home. I think that's good. A good showing we can team. Cause... Yeah, it's a filter, you know, when we have a dog. Yeah. Man, as they say, man, best friend. We have Sugar Euphoria. Uh, the new bakery owner, Randy, with her beautiful family. They're on 606 North Pearson Street in Raleigh, right across from the Krispy Kreme. Uh, they specialize bakery goods, uh, especially check out their wedding cakes, like beautifully designed at Sugar Euphoria. Check yeah. Let's do what? Gonna, we all like something sweet. <laughs> I know I do. I don't need it, but I like it. Want us to promote your business in our next week deeds mention? Email us at talkingbrownsugar at gmail.com with the subject line business feature with a few sentences about your business, product, or service. There's room for everyone to eat. Yes. Again, we have... In Talking About Sugar, I'm Roger the I'm Angela the Mom.